Five requesting backup. Suspect is armed. You are now tuned into the Antidote podcast with DJ Craftmatic and Paulie Dubs. Subscribe now and please consider leaving us a five-star review. Take the antidote. about is it's been a little bit of a slow start to 2019 um but it seemed to have pick up steam and we're starting to hear about some more projects and um we've been hearing a lot of actually some pretty low-key dope projects that just haven't uh you know been been out there for the people to know and so we of course we want to put y'all up on game here on the antidote because i think uh me and polly got some fucking impeccable taste uh (laughs) some of y'all just don't know what good music is so hopefully we can enlighten you fuckers to actually listen to some good music yeah there's a lot of good shit coming out the big thing is though people hating on the new music that's coming out so we're talking about shit that you're not going to be hearing on the radio on you know top 40 pop radio bullshit because fuck that (laughs) because fuck that (laughs) because that shit does suck like if if all you had to go by uh based uh, you know if all you had 
to go by on modern music was the radio. I would probably say fuck that shit too. Exactly. There's a lot of dope shit. If Um, aliens come take over the world, they're going to be like, what the fuck is this? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we heard Takashi. Who the fuck is Takashi? What the fuck is Post Malone? (laughs) What's a little pump? (laughs) We don't fuck with none of that. I'm sorry, man. But 2019 has actually been not too bad. I mean, we've, we've, we've actually heard some, some good releases and and some of the mixes that I have, you've heard a couple of tracks of some of the projects that we've liked so far. Um, Definitely, I know that I'm feeling Planet Giza, uh, Added Sugar. That's like one of my favorite projects right now for 2019 that just got released. Uh, what 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 you got, Polly? That one was pretty dope. Obviously, the the James Blake album was pretty good. Uh, you know, if you're trying to get all into your feels, uh, <laughs> right? We've kind of gone over a couple of them on our tracks of the week, like the Louis Futon Way yeah. Back When album was pretty tight. Yep. Uh, th- the Kalani album was pretty tight. Solange yeah. album was pretty. He dropped tight. a nice little solid project, and so did so did uh, Solange. I think uh, people were saying Solange's album was compared to uh, it's like her version of AT Aliens. I heard one, I read that one <laughs> one person said. Um, so you know, I, I think it's pretty dope. I think she she did a good job of getting. I think that was Ninth Wonder that said that. Yeah, I think Ninth Wonder said that. Yep, that's exactly who said it. So um, coming from Ninth, that's pretty dope. You know. Um, so there's definitely two good albums right there for sure. Um, I think that Kyle Dion, man, that's yeah. like that's like my favorite joint after you put me on. I think that's my favorite joint right now. Yeah, Sugar by Kyle Dion. Now, I wish I could tell you a little bit more about Kyle Dion. I got no clue where this dude's from. Uh, <laughs> he looks pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, kind of. I mean, he looks kind of. Dirty. That's fine because he's making fire ass music. You can look however you want, bro. I mean, he's got some range. <laughs> this cat's got some range. This guy goes hard. If you're looking for real, true soul music in 2019, look at this Kyle Dion Sugar album. It's just dope as fuck. Definitely my favorite album of the year so far. The first album that really kind of stood out for me amongst all the noise of everything that drops every week of the whole year was definitely this Kyle Dion project. Absolutely. And now I'm seeing he's, he's uh, hailing, he hails from New Haven, Connecticut. So up, up okay. in the East and man, if you talk about range, yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I was talking to my wife about it and I was trying to figure out who does he sound like? And I would honestly say he doesn't sound like anybody, but he has, he definitely has sounds of other people. It almost sounds like it's like to me makes Jeremiah type of lyrics mm-hmm. with, Maxwell range and um, a little bit, a little bit of Daniel Caesar kind of, you know, sprinkled in there. I mean, the dude, the dude is mad talented and whoever his band is like, man, the band, the band is probably the, the other part of it that makes it that much even better is because his band is, is like noticeably dope, like just way, way ahead. And they seem like a internet kind of style band or something like that, or free nationals, anything like that. They, they sound like they, they are on that level. Even some bad, bad, not good kind of sounding influence on there. It's kind of a mesh of all of them. Yeah. And then, and he, he self describes it as an aura of sex, drugs, and rock and roll. (laughs) (laughs) That's how Kyle Dion explains that. And I could definitely see that. I mean, there's so much rock influence in there and that's what I love about it as well as, you know, the hip hop ish kind of uh, vibe. I, I don't know, man. It, it's just, it's just really dope. And um, yeah, man, I, I think we should definitely run one of those tracks. Let's run, um, let's run one of the tracks through here. 
Which one okay. did you like the most? You do 69 Camaro. Yeah, let's do that. 69, 69 Camaro. Camaro, put it in the drive. Got it painted red and white. Still seeing blue and reds. Swear they want a nigga dead. These people with the cameras ain't no friend of mine. No. Never smile in my photos. Penthouse view downtown. Hold up what that bank look like. Extended on my credit That you bought a ticket just so you could say you I saw it when the shit went down. Well, that nigga at now. Now you got your wishes. Had to sell the wisdom. People say I'm falling. Used to be the man, now the man's down. How did I? That was that was 69 Camaro by Kyle Dion, man. Y'all hear the vocals, y'all hear how he goes, man. He he definitely is one of the doper artists out right now. What other projects are you feeling right now, Polly? Um kind of just looking forward to a lot of projects. Looks like April's shit's about to start popping off here real hard. Yeah. We've brought up Bandana coming out with uh Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib back Sir. together, dropping man bandana. April 25th-ish. The official release date hasn't come for that, but everything I'm seeing said end of April. And uh, also, we got Ventura coming from Anderson Pack. Just yes, you know, sir. Five, five months after he dropped Oxnard, he's dropping another new album, Ventura. This one, he says, is the soul music album that he made with Dr. Dre. Oh, man, I can't wait to hear that. I, I'm, I'm waiting for this unleashed greatness that's about to come upon us, man. April 12th. Yeah. I've been hyped for that one. I think that's probably my most anticipated at the at the current moment. I mean, with a lot of all the other things that are coming out, um, Kendrick Lamar actually made his his Twitter black. Um, he made his profile picture all all pitch black. And last time he did that, we got uh, the heart part four. Then we got yeah. damn. 
So I'm thinking that some K Lamar about to come down, come down for us too. some K dot. I think he's definitely going to drop one this year. Um, you know, another one that's, that I'm anticipated for April is that Dreamville Sessions uh, album from J. Cole with all of the with all the talent that he collected with in the last, uh, you know, couple months when he got everybody together. And if you didn't see about that, every artist was talking about it because I think he had every rapper and producer on the planet in those sessions. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was ridiculous, the roster. I'm definitely looking forward to this Dreamville, whatever collaboration, how it, I mean, I don't even know what it's going to be or what it's going to sound like because it sounds like they could drop like 80 albums based on the content that was created at those recording sessions in Atlanta. They basically invited everybody uh, on the up and up, you know, not just the Dreamville roster, JID, Earth Gang, and all of those guys, but basically everybody who's, you know, they had legends, they got people that are hot right now, and they got people that are up next that are about to blow up all at this, you know, studio in Atlanta for a week. Exactly. Some of our favorite producers and artists down from uh, Ill Mind. Ill Mind is one of my favorite producers. Low key mm -hmm. produced some of the hottest tracks for people. He's he's got many multi platinum you know hits that he's out got out there. Uh, we see Monty Booker, of course. Um, I mean, just everybody, dog. Like there has just been so many people. So that that one uh, is really anticipated for me, just because of how many people actually yeah. collaborated and 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 just went together on that album. I just think it's going to be a, a fire collaboration. And I'm sure he has, he has music for several albums. Like you said, just so many albums of music that he can technically put out for the next couple of years. Yeah. I'm seeing it too. There's 106 artists at the Dreamville sessions. And 106 bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he had everybody. Big Crit was up there. Yep. Saba, Smino. Saba, Smino, BJ, the Chicago <laughs> kid. Yeah. Buddy, Reason. <laughs> name it. If you're if you got if you're a rapper and you're pretty mm -hmm. hot, name it. You probably were there. You probably got the invite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's crazy, bro. Um, what else? What, what were the, some of the other ones we were looking at? Um, um, Mish is dropping an album with Yusef Daz, the drummer from Yusef yes. Kamal. That shit's yes. going to be sick. The Pico yes. Paladino, uh, his son Rocco is playing bass on that album. That's going to yes, be sir. amazing. Tom Mish, man. Uh, the Young Goat, as well as FKJ. 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 And, and and speaking of FKJ, um, we might as well just introduce it, huh? Uh, yeah, this is the track of the week right now, actually. We got FKJ. Uh, and if you don't know who FKJ is, he's French Kiwi Juice, straight out of France. Yeah, Vincent Denton. That's that's his name. Is that his name for real? I didn't know that. <laughs> his name's Vincent. So first time me and Craftmatic ever heard of FKJ, we <clears throat> Craftmatic's DJing at a festival called Sonic Bloom. And everybody that's like kind of artist relations and, and getting us around that day is like, yeah, Yo, you guys gotta check out FKJ. You gotta no matter what, you gotta check out FKJ. He's the headliner tonight. We never heard of him, but like, all right, cool, we'll check it out. What the and fuck is an FKJ? I remember that's what I think that's what you asked the the driver who was driving us around. What the fuck is an FKJ? And she said French kiwi juice. Yeah, so yeah I think <laughs> it's French kiwi juice. We're like, all right, whatever. But three people in three separate situations each told us we got to see this, so we went and seen it. We we get on the stage and 
I don't know if my mind's ever recovered from what I've seen then. <laughs> Real talk. <laughs> and I have like permanent good brain damage from that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, I like used up all my good karma right there. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. After the, after his say, he shook our hand and he said, "Hi, I'm Vincent." And that's right. I remember that. And so, yeah, Vincent Denton is his real name, but FKJ, French Kiwi Juice. Bro. If you're one of the three people that didn't see Tadao on YouTube. (laughs) That you've been under a rock. Yeah, over 100 million views. I'm pretty sure if you watched the YouTube video in 2017 or 2018, it was suggested next for you. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I'm pretty sure you saw it. Like, if you don't know who this dude is, man, I'm telling you, um, amazing, amazing multi-instrumentalist by himself, man. He he creates. So yeah, when you listen to this song, Leave My Home is the name of the track. Just really, really focus on that. It's one guy making that song. Real talk. It's one guy. It sounds like a whole band but it's one guy doing the whole thing. So he plays the guitar. He will he'll usually lay the drum pattern down, play the guitar, the saxophone, the piano, the other piano, then the other piano. Yep. And the vocals. And the vocals. <laughs> he's I literally a one-man band. And definitely for our listeners, he's about to, he's actually about to start touring. Um, after you listen to this song, I guarantee you'll want to see more. So without further ado, man, we're just going to drop this track. This is Leave My Home by FKJ. Uh, yeah, it just came out. So go grab that on iTunes and uh, everything else. So yeah, let's drop that.
it two more times a day. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to run it back right now. Well, you guys should run it back, though, real quick. Real talk. Run a little bit there and put that one back on. But that's it's one guy doing that whole shit live. And if you haven't, if you want to know, see more of FKJ, look him up on YouTube. Watch his live set. It was just earlier this month from uh, Salar de Uyuni, the world's largest salt flats in Bolivia. Like, it's just... Bro, it looks like literal... Everybody who commented on the, on the live feed of that video said it's like heaven. Like it literally looks like he's in heaven, bro. Like he's performing on heaven. Like. Yeah, real talk. We're talking mirrored waters. The sun um, over this, yeah, the sun behind him looking. It's just nothing but white sky or blue skies with, with white clouds behind it. Just beautiful. And the music and the set itself is just, man, like amazing. An hour and a half of just mind blowing your shit. Um, yeah, definitely check out FKJ, man. He's, he's, he's definitely the real deal. Yeah, if you want to listen to good, beautiful, awesome, real, true fucking music, FKJ is the fucking man. Hell yeah. He really is, man. That's the antidote. The antidote.
chick on the phone Talking about life and how I just ain't right for her I've been inclined to agree Cause all I've been doing is me now I can't be a one, baby girl, nah But I play the two or the three now Give it a dick and I'm gone I'm like a ticking time bomb I'm on the road, grind time for the dose My time, she chip me on, pom-poms She good for the soul, she good for the mind She help me get found, time-time She help me eat clean, balsamic She might end up me and my mama Let's take it back like Western time zones Used to call you up to share my milestones Now you hear my voice, it sound annoyed Might as well be talking to the dial tone I've been living dreams, it ain't what it seems Splitting at the seam when it Splitting at the seam when it come to you I'm out in Boca Raton I sip and roll Patron I got this chick on the phone Talking about life and how I just ain't right for her I've been inclined to agree Cause all I've been doing is me now I can't be a one, baby girl, nah But I play the two or the three now I flew out the Boca Raton Had to meet my nigga Boz He took a break from the road Decided to party with Kaz Had to get away from the cold The winner was killing my vibe Just got off the phone with J. Cole Told him that I'm with the guys Look in my eye I'm taking life through Versace Dippin' in the Mazi Bout to eat hibachi Now with the past to Kavasi Sip it till I'm sloppy Fuck up till she knock me I'm put a hurtin' on a nani And the kind of do a body Got a screaming God Dale boom dale She a worker up like a Salvador Dali It's like a Prada robbery Nothing but designer Would you go shopping? You with the Sondor Rari We could get both sick You know that shit poppin' Feelin' like Tommy And belly with Keisha And him got it poppin' Put a head in my Tommy Boca Raton I ain't leaving this party I can't help the way you think when I'm not with you I'm not with the way you think when I'm not with you
we've definitely covered a lot of music. Um, there's been a lot of talks in music. I think we wanted to touch a little bit on some of our sports segment, man. It's It's been a hot free agency to start um, over this timeline. And seeing as it is uh, now the official day where people can start signing and start agreeing to contracts and things like that, we're seeing a lot of shit fly through right now. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Uh, obviously, we were talking about Antonio Brown last week. He kind of forced his card there, got traded to the Buffalo Bills, and then said, nope, fuck you. <laughs> Veto, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> got traded to the Raiders a couple days later. Uh, so, yeah. welcome to Raider Nation. Hope all you guys are happy there. Yeah, fuck you guys. <laughs> Just so you know, yeah. lifelong Broncos fan. We love all people, but fuck y'all as Raiders Just fans. Just so you know, I'm a Bears fan, and <laughs> I don't know, this dude, this dude, like, John Gruden decided he wasn't going to give $25 million to the best defensive football player on the planet, but you get a washed up prima donna receiver $20 million. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whose who's career is going to last longer? I think he's trying to, get, I think he's trying to get that window in the next couple of years. So he's like, man, I'm just going to, we're just going to go for the long haul. They're not going to be able to stop anybody though. So, I mean, hey, but shout out to John Gruden. He got more for Amari Cooper than he gave up for Antonio Brown. Yeah. <laughs> if he didn't pull the most highway robbery type shit ever. Uh, I moved Dallas. Yeah, real talk. Like, first of all, <laughs> he was able to hustle the shit out of uh, Jerry Jones' dumbass and <laughs> got two first-round picks for this dude. And so now he's sitting on four first, three first-round picks this year, and I think he's getting one next year. So he have two next year, three this year. And he gets Antonio Brown, which still – he I can't say he's washed up just yet, but he is on the, on the other side of 30, so he's older. But the dude is still a top-three receiver in the NFL, if not the best in – a receiver in the NFL and got him for a third and a fifth. What the third fuck? and a fifth? A third yeah. and a fifth, bro. But like, if you're, hey man, if you weren't happy with Ben Roethlisberger throwing you the ball, welcome to David Carr. <laughs> or no, it's Derelict. Oh, it's Derelict Carr. <laughs> it's not even David Carr. It's Derelict. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even get the good car, brother. <laughs> the used car. <laughs> the used car. <laughs> That's classic, right there. Got the. Used car. <laughs> All right, let's stop talking about that. Fuck. That. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's funny as shit. He got got him a lemon. <laughs> I don't know. John might be trying to trade for somebody. Yeah, who knows? He might go get Kyler Murray. Man, he's got the picks. Hey. Johnny Football's out there. He got kicked out of Canada for whatever reason. <laughs> <laughs> that dude can't keep a job to save his ass, man. That's what he's going to end up being. He's going to own his own dealerships. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's, that's a, definitely one of the bigger moves right now. Um, absolutely is is uh, Antonio Brown. There's a lot of signings going on right now, though. I mean, they signed uh, – they just got another DB, too, a pretty big DB that they, they're somehow just coming up with all this money. They got the they offensive a, lineman, too, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think they got an offensive lineman. I know they got another, like, uh, high-profile safety or DB. Um, you know, they're, they're definitely uh, stacking, stacking right now. And it's kind of crazy because I knew that they had so much cap, but I really didn't realize how much it was. But they went into with $100 million after trading all those pieces. 
They said I was reading in total the NFL teams, all of them are like $1.3 billion under the cap. So there's going to be a lot of people getting overpaid. Uh, Nick Foles got a four-year $88 million deal from the Jacksonville Jagu- Jaguars. Yeah. There's a lot of guarantees going on. Um, and actually, the, 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 the one that they got, they got LaMarcus Joyner. That's who the, oh, yeah. the Raiders just got. Yeah, four years, four-year deal for LaMarcus Joyner. So they're definitely trying to stack up. Um, you know, there's been a lot of a lot of heat going on right now. I know Devin Funches just signed to the Colts for a one-year, $13 million. Gets them some help on receivers because Lord knows they need it. Uh, <laughs> shit. Deshaun Jackson got traded back to the Eagles? <laughs> traded back to the Eagles. Bro, remember they were, like, saying he was a blood or something? Yeah. <laughs> He was getting hella trouble out there. They they threw him under the bus like so bad when they traded him. Yeah, real talk, man. And now they got him back. And they got a – they sent a six-round pick this year and a seventh in 2020 to get Deshaun Jackson. The ghost of Deshaun Jackson. (laughs) The ghost of Deshaun Jackson. (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, Frank Gore's going – Frank Gore's going to the Bills. I didn't even see that one. That's new. Uh, Teron Matthew to the Chiefs. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> I told John Elway, I guess it was in my head that John Elway needed to make some moves, and we've made two moves at least since then. We just signed um, uh, Kareem Jackson to a four-year deal, and we got the Pro Bowl offensive line Jawan Brown um, <clears throat> on a deal as well um, coming from Miami. So I, I think that's a pretty pretty good move right there. We definitely needed that. Um that was that was that was bad. We gave him thirty two million guaranteed, bro. The fuck, thirty two million <laughs> right away, Doug. <laughs> it's a lot of moves. It's pretty hot right now. I mean, today's been this has really been the hottest day of of the off season so far. I think there's been a lot of moves today. Obviously, Terrell um, Suggs after sixteen or seventeen years with the Ravens is going to the Cardinals. Yeah, bro. Yep, Terrell Suggs. Uh, Jamison Crowder's on the move. Um, he's going to the Jets. Good luck. Uh, Jesse James, the one who got the bad touchdown uh, call. <laughs> Not that one, <laughs> but uh, the one the one for the Steelers who, who caught that touchdown that wasn't a touchdown. Um, he's going to the Lions. So he's <laughs> yeah, right. He's six. <laughs> Where did he sign, Jesse James? Uh, he's going. He's going to Detroit, and same with uh, Trey Flowers. Oh yeah, Trey Flowers. Yeah, Lions. That's crazy. So a lot of a lot of movement today. Uh, Landon Collins is going to Washington as well. So Landon Collins, one of the bigger um, free agent DBs out there, he's going to the Redskins with Josh Norman. That's going to be kind of lit with those two in the back. Um, that should be Adam pretty Humphrey. formidable. Adam Humphrey signed with the Titans. Yep. Quan Alexander is going to the 49ers. Yeah, Quan Alexander, one of the leading tacklers in the league. Yep. Man, it's 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 pretty loaded today. That's not that's not too bad um as far as for what's actually been moving and so there's been a lot. And yeah, the, man, I didn't uh, yeah, offensive tackle Trent Brown is the one who signed to the Raiders too. Yeah. Um yeah. they gave him 36 million. Wow. For 4 years. Yeah. Yeah, man. Four years, sixty-six million total with thirty-six guaranteed. Malik Jackson is looking to go to the Eagles. They're looking at three uh three years, thirty million. Hmm. 
Damn, I was hoping Denver was going to grab him, man. Bring him back. We was trying to get a, another one of those. Damn, Oakland again, too. They, they got uh, Jonathan Hankins. I didn't even know how much they've been loading up, bro. Sleeping, <laughs> bro. They've been sta- stacking, bro. They've been stacking on the on the back end, man. Uh, Justin Houston got released, too. So even though he's an old man, I'm pretty sure he can still make plays and make formidable moves for a team. So there's there's a lot of free agents still out there. There's a lot of things moving. But today was a very hot day in free agency. A lot of moves going on. Um, with that being said, um, who do you feel this this early? I mean, of course, it's early. But then we're going to go with early predictions. Who do you think will be in the 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 show next year? <laughs> in the show next year? Ooh. I don't know. Obviously, you know, I like to see the way the draft pans out and things like that. But I'll, you got to say the Patriots are probably going to be there and, until I hear otherwise that they, you know, lost Belichick or Brady. Got to definitely that. pick them as a contender. In the NFC, it seemed like – Seemed like the Eagles were close again, so I'll, I'll just pick them. The, the they Eagles or the Rams. You know, if, if you get a full year of Wentz, who knows what we'll get if he doesn't get hurt again. But, yeah, the Rams right. as well. I think they lost a couple of key pieces on defense. Uh, they lost Joyner. I think they're going to lose uh, Sue and a couple yeah. other players as well. So Yeah, possibly Talib. I saw that too. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's been pretty hot right now. and. Honestly, honestly, I, I probably see the same um, just because I know as a Broncos fan, of course, I want my team to be there, but I'm a realist. And until I see something really happen, um, I think we can make a run to the playoffs, but I don't think we're going to be up in the show just yet. So um, Patriots is obviously the team to beat, still going to be the team to beat as, as long as Tom Brady is still alive and, and kicking and still has his knees intact and his arm intact. Um <laughs> he's still he's still the one to beat, and the, yeah. him and Belichick are still the, is still the tandem to beat. I don't think anybody else can beat uh, them. Six rings says it all, man. Yeah, and, real talk. Yeah, I'm a Bears fan, but the kicker we signed, his name is Blewett. <laughs> <laughs> Parkey, the kicker that did blow it. So <laughs> we all know where I am. I'm jaded, and, jaded <laughs> I'm different, and I'm enjoying every second, but. Right. <laughs> oh, I remember when you text me that it said, Doc, what is going on? How are you going to replace Parky with Blewett? <laughs> the dude's name Blewett. Oh, oh, shit. That's just a bad sign all around when your dude's name is Blewett. <laughs> He's the kicker, man. So, oh, shit. I ain't got no confidence in the kicker, man. And I just knew that if it was going to come down to Cody Parkey, that he was going to fucking knock it off the goalpost. And he sure as a fuck did. <laughs> Both of them. You had called it, too. That was the bad part. He was like, watch this shit. <laughs> and he did it. I couldn't believe it. I, I yeah, I like, told you like three days before what was going to happen, man. He's and- like, if it comes down to a kick, <laughs> it's a wrap. <laughs> 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 and it sure shit did. I should you not listen to <laughs> This man, Paulie, sent me this text like three days before the, the game and was like, if it comes down to a kick, he's going to miss it right off of the goalpost. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. That's what happened, How do you even mean to laugh? But it's still funny because y- y'all don't know. Polly is 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 like the Swami for real because he's called so much shit <clears throat> that that y'all don't even just know like all the crazy shit that happened. He's a Cubs fan. He picked his team to win. Nobody thought the Cubs was gonna win. He picked them. 
and also went to go see a game. I won. That was pretty dope. <laughs> I won tickets um, to the World Series. Yeah, he got tickets to the World Series, man. This this dude is literally the Swami. He knew the game was on the line, and he won that shit and That's actually got mean. tickets to the World Series at that. Um, damn, I'm starting to think of what – there was another one that was super crazy, and I was just like, how the fuck did you predict this one? But, yeah, real talk, Pauly is, like, for real, the Swami. I predicted the Super Bowl, like, in November. Yeah, real talk. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think everybody would pick that for this year. But I remember when it was against the Falcons, you were like, yeah, these dudes are still going to no, win. I've, I've said it was going to be the Patriots and the Rams in the Super Bowl. Everybody wanted to say, was saying it was going to be the Chiefs, Chiefs yeah. Rams. It's fucking. All kind of shit. You already knew. Fuck the Chiefs. <laughs> Andy Reid ain't going to win no play. Andy Reid ain't making no Super Bowl. For real, bro. It's, I feel sorry for you, Casey fans. I don't care if you got Patrick Mahomes or not. Andy Reid will figure out a way for you to lose the game. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's Andy Reid. He ain't going to change. Andy Reid is not going to change. <laughs> no. It, he's had some of the most explosive offenses through all of history in football and never got a title out of it. So, <laughs> I mean, that should tell you something. Andy Reid will change his diet before he changes his playoff coaching ways, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> that's real talk. That is real talk. Um, so yeah, that's that's NFL news for you. Um, you know, NBA starting to heat up too. We're getting to a crazy half of the season right now. We're about to close up. Uh, you know, it's about to be mid March, <clears throat> and it's getting closer to that playoff push. Uh, the Western Conference seems to get more jumbled and jumbled as the day go as the days go. Yeah. Um, I know LeBron is pretty much sick. Because they're done, I think there's no way for them to get into this playoff race at this time. Um, you know, they suck pretty bad. So I, I, I see it just shaking up a little bit, just because all of the all of the games, pretty much two through two through eight in the Western Conference, is pretty much uh, uh, a toss up at this point because everybody's within five games or so of each other. Yeah. So I mean, West always just comes down to who's going to knock off the Warriors, and right now, who who's going to knock off the Warriors? What do you think the best team to beat the Warriors in the West would be? Um, so looking at matchups, I think they got two two concerns where they can definitely, or maybe even three, they can get stretched out to, to possibly six, seven games. Definitely um, OKC has the best matchup to me. Um, yeah, I think they're they the match up, seed right now. Yeah, they're the four seed right now. I think they match the best against that team as far as length, scoring, um, play type and ability. I think definitely Paul George is on another planet right now. He's he's in my top three running for, for MVP actually this year. <clears throat> he, he's definitely crept up my list. Um, I kept saying LeBron, but LeBron came back from that injury terrible and didn't do shit. So there's not much that I can say. He Then they're not going to make the playoffs, so you can't give him – Let me ask you a question, man. Yeah. So, would you should my Magic Johnson be fired for getting rid of Julius Randle and Brooke Lopez? Yeah, and you know, I read something on that. I read on something with Javale McGee and Lance Stevenson and uh, Michael Beasley, who's now playing in China. <laughs> Brooke Lopez has been killing it. If you guys haven't been paying attention, for Brooke real, Lopez, like going to set a record for three pointers by a center if he already hasn't. Like he's right. He's making like four or five three-pointers every night. He's killing it in Milwaukee. They're the one seed. And Julius Randle has just really stepped it up. 
while Anthony Davis, you know, was being trade baited and and being benched, and and when he's in this minutes limit, like Julius Randle has really become the leader of the New Orleans Pelicans. I mean, granted, they're probably going to win as many games as the Lakers have won last year or any other year with that Julius Randle was on them, <laughs> right? But both of those guys are outperforming pretty much anyone outside of LeBron on the Lakers. Absolutely, and. And Luke yeah, Allen is going to lose his job and not Magic Johnson. For sure. Oh, yeah. I think Magic Magic is the name. He's the, he's the face of the Lakers. Luke Walton had no business being that coach anyway. Let's just be honest. Um, <laughs> I was never a fan of Luke Walton as a player, let alone as being a coach. I don't think that he's shown any basketball smarts per se. Now, he might be a smart guy on the court. I don't know. I can't really tell you, but I can tell you from that team's body language, um, he doesn't have control in there. And he doesn't have LeBron's respect because you can see it every day. They're basically making the way for Ty Lue. Um, yeah. You know, that, that's definitely going to happen. They're about to hire Ty Lue back, um, you know, to bring him into a Lakers. Or, and that's even worse to me because I don't think Ty Lue is a great coach either. I think he's fucking terrible. Um, <laughs> he's the man for LeBron. He's part yeah. of anything to make LeBron happy. And, yeah, I think they really I think they really did fuck up by, by getting rid of Julius Randle. Um, you know, I don't think they really sat on him long enough to really see what he can do. And, and, and last year, he actually proved what he can do. And I think that's that would have been all the more reason to keep him. And it probably had something to do with LeBron a little bit, you know, saying, oh, well, I, I want to be the head fiddle, of course. But you need to have you need to have a, somebody on the team like that. They just signed a 10-day a ten day thing for and Andre Ingram a 10-day contract because they're hurting so fucking bad because that team is hurt. These young players don't want to play anymore. You can tell. Um, you know, Brandon Ingram, he got shut down for the season. I don't think he wanted to play. Lonzo well, got, got shut down. Clots, bro. Yeah, yeah, I know. He got he got something that happened bad to him, you know, dealing with the blood clots and everything. So I can't mm-hmm. say that too much. But you could see it in their body language before. Maybe not Ingram as much. <clears throat> he actually was playing pretty well before he really got hurt and got shut down. Um, but – you can tell that these that these dudes don't want to play no more with at least with LeBron or that team. LeBron tried to trade him like I mean, these, <laughs> yeah. guys, these guys were all publicly being held up as trade bait, and it, you know the negotiations were basically happening publicly thanks to LeBron's agent or LeBron's high school friend who happens to be LeBron's agent who happens to be Anthony Davis's agent forcing a trade out of out of uh, New Orleans there, and so I mean, you know. Fuck LeBron, kind of. He showed up in LA and he was talking so much about the young talent there and and buttering up these dudes, and then he throws them out as trade bait. The first second he's got, I wouldn't want to play hard for that dude either. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I think he did kind of. I think he did kind of waste everything there. And I mean, with the young talent, you know, Kuzma and Ingram obviously are going to be great players. Um, you know, we're in a couple years' time. I mean, they're young players. And, uh, you know, first and second year players, those guys are really going to be um, pretty, pretty formidable. But they've already had they've already pretty much given up the or put in, pretty much put out there that they're going to give up the whole damn farm to get AD and everybody else or, or get somebody else, you know. So yeah. it's it's just one of those things. Again, yeah, they, I think they fucked up there. Um, I don't see. I do not see Magic getting fired. I think he got one more year. No. If they don't get anybody in the offseason, it's a wrap. If they don't get anybody in the offseason, then then I think his job is done. And I think uh, LeBron will be done after that too because he, he needs he needs that, that Robin guy or somebody like that. <clears throat> he needs that number two 
Um, but there's a lot of speculation who can come. So we'll see what Anthony happens. Anthony Davis, is it fragile, fragile Anthony Davis? Like that dude's <laughs> He's always hurt, bro. I feel like he's always hurt. And I don't know if it's just because of now, like what they're trying to do, but literally he has a new injury like every other night. It was a shoulder right before All-Star break. That's then, his history. Yeah. Then it's just anything and everything after that. And it is his history and it sucks because he's a great player. Um, hopefully, hopefully he does get to play for a team though that will actually help him get further where he doesn't always have to carry the shoulder load. Because we watching him last night though, I mean, he was on fire, man. He was doing everything. He was blocking shots, getting rebounds, hitting threes. He was doing everything. And uh, you know, the Pel, the Pels, the Pels suck. So he's <laughs> he's got to get up out of there, and I think he will. Yeah. Um, you know, it's gonna it's gonna shake out. It's gonna shake out pretty crazy. But I think I think some teams are are going to give the Warriors a run for their money. I don't think the Warriors is the same team as they were last year or even the year prior to that. Um, so we, re- we really got to see what happens at, at, during these playoffs because I really think that they're not going to be – they're not just a shoo-in to me anymore. They're definitely the most vulnerable that they've ever been under the Steve Kerr years. For sure. And DeMarcus Cousins has been an absolute disaster – <laughs> he he's been playing all right, but I, he he slows them down. I think he slows them down. Yeah, and, um, I think he doesn't give them. He gives them a little bit more of a rebounder, but he plays lazy defense. So you know, what are you really giving up? So starting five of uh, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson, Demarcus Cousins, and uh, Draymond Green. That's that starting five have been outscored while they're on the court, all five together. Oh shit. Yeah, Ooh, that's, so, that's a good stat. So the problem, the big problem there is DeMarcus Cousins eats up a lot of usage um, and he misses a lot of shots. So those other four guys, you know, the, the main three other guys, Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, are super ultra efficient. They're like some of the most efficient basketball players ever. Right. And you've got the least efficient and the slowest of those guys still demanding you know 20 percent of the the shots that they're taking it's it's really been blown them up it's i would not be surprised if before the season's over that kevin looney's back in the starting lineup and cousins should be coming off the bench anyway yeah i think he would be better for the second unit i think he would be a, a good a good anchor for the second unit um i definitely agree there i don't see <clears throat> what what the i think they were just trying to to try it out to see what's going to happen but having there's only one ball and there's too many guys who in that, especially in that atmosphere um, of egos and everything else, they don't have, they don't have the chemistry enough to make that work with five pretty big egos out on the court at the same time. I don't, I don't know about if it's egos per se, but all those guys need the ball and you know, you got to pass the ball and there's only one ball. And so, yeah, when you got DeMarcus cousins, who's now eating up, um, shots you basically are taking two to three attempts per player from from Steph to Clay to KD you're taking three attempts off of those each and not really getting back anything out of it yeah, <laughs> so, and, you're, and you're talking about a DeMarcus Cousins that's checking up threes and missing them all the fucking time you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. it's not like he's missing you know five foot jumpers in the in the fucking paint he ain't banging down there Right, he thinks he's he thinks he's Brooke <laughs> Lopez shit, whichever one, whichever one the fuck it is, it, it it's not working. Um, <clears throat> I think yeah, just like you said, they're they're very vulnerable at this point. And uh, about it, the Rockets, the Rockets, man, I think the Rockets could stretch them. They did it last year. 
Um, they they took him to to seven. And, and Chris Paul got hurt and did not play in game six or seven. Right. So that was a big thing. Um, if they end up going against each other again, I really think that they could do it um, to possibly beat them. The only thing I think is it really – they got to figure out how to make KD not be the hero because they don't have anybody to really guard him at this point. And I think he's going to take advantage and he kind of exploit them just because they don't have that Trevor Ariza um, type of guy anymore at playing that three spot to go against KD because he's just too long. He's just going to shoot over P.J. Tucker. So they're going to have to figure out how to shut that down. <clears throat> the last time they played, uh, the Rockets got their ass beat bad. So <laughs> um, it's one of those that we're going to have to watch and see. But it goes back and forth. You know, that that's one of the teams that kind of stretches them out. I think the Nuggets can definitely – uh, possibly give them a run as well. The Nuggets always match well against uh, the Warriors. Yeah. The last time the Warriors played them, uh, they beat the shit out of them too. Yeah. But um, the first two times before that, the Nuggets had beat them. So, I mean, I think the Nuggets are winning the series for the year so far, two to one, I think. Yeah, so, I think the best bet for the Nuggets would be that one of these other teams beats the Warriors and gasses themselves out, and then the Nuggets right. can beat them. Um, I just hope – I like – if. If someone in the West does beat the Warriors, I really hope it's Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Just so he can say, fuck you, Kevin Durant. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I want to see Russell Westbrook. I just want to see the look on his face once he eliminates Kevin Durant from the playoffs. Exactly. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> and not give him any dap and say, yeah, nigga. Because <laughs> that's what the fuck I would do. There's no respect there. There's no respect there. Because it was like, damn, Paul George – Paul George wasn't as good as KD going into the season, at least from my aspect. Yeah. I wouldn't have put him in that same category. I definitely could see him as a top 15 player, but I didn't see him as a top five player. And he's playing like a top five player right now. And so I think Paul George – and Paul George plays better defense. Um, I think he he's going to give, you know, Durant all that he can handle. He's going to light his ass up. And I really want to watch that, that, that battle because I really think that's going to be – one to determine, um, you know, what what's really good with <laughs> with the the the, the Thunder because I think that they can really do it. Um, they match up the best to me on paper. They match up the best, and on the court, they look the best. I think they will give them the most trouble. They seem to me, at least eye test wise. I know Milwaukee's rated the the top defense in the league, but on the eye test, the Thunder definitely look like the best defensive team in the NBA. Oh yeah, absolutely. And the, and the Milwaukee's playing in the East, so they can lock down everybody. Those are low scoring games. Those usually don't generally go very, right. very high unless they're playing like the Sixers or, or Toronto or somebody like that. Um, so for the most part, yeah, they're locking those teams down because they're not scoring in the way that the West Western conference does. Like even watching this game right now, the damn Boston Celtics damn near losing by 30 to the Clippers. Um, <laughs> they're not even ready, bro. A lot of people think the Celtics are ready to go take on the Warriors. I don't think that they got it. I think they would get beaten five. I don't think that they would be any better than anybody else to come out of the East. I think the East has Milwaukee, who I still think will get beaten five or six as well against anybody in the West um, pretty much because just because they don't, they don't play that style of basketball. They're going to really, um, you know, having Brogdon, Middleton, those guys can shoot, but I don't know if they can shoot the way that the Western Conference has those shooters that they have. Um, they'd be Philly would have the best chance, I think. I think Philly would have the best chance as well as far as on paper. I mean, they match up the best one through five. They they match pretty pretty exact um, as far as the, the anti-hero to – 
to the Warriors. So um, interesting to see, man. I think basketball is it's really going to get hot. We're in the last stretch of the season, so definitely stick up with or keep up with us. We're going to have some more basketball talks and football talks and everything else. We're going to get our first MLB special coming up soon. You know, spring training has started, so we definitely want to get on get on some of that and talk to y'all about some baseball because I know my Red Sox about to come out and crush it again this year. Ooh. Don't care what nobody says. We ready. Um, you had your first steroid suspension of the year, so you guys are definitely right. <laughs> It's only one, bro. <laughs> it wouldn't be right if there was an MLB team without one. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. Hey, this has Even been – right, right? Yeah. <laughs> For real, man. Uh, so, yeah, we definitely uh, get on that. Again, subscribe. We appreciate y'all listening. If you're listening, this has been the Antidote Podcast. Uh, this is DJ Craftmatic. That's Polly Dove, man. And, uh, yeah, make sure y'all subscribe. Share with your friends. Tell them where it's at. Uh, we're trying to gain some traction. Follow us on Instagram at Take the Antidote. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Take the Antidote. Follow Polly at Antidote. Is it uh, Antidote, Antidote Polly? Yeah, Antidote Polly. I'm DJ underscore Craftmatic. So y'all come follow us, man. Stay stay in tune. We're gonna definitely just be posting up stuff and talking about stuff all, all time. So man, just just share with everybody and let us know that we got a dope podcast and y'all fuck with us just like we fuck with y'all. Yeah.